the Hot Shot with Kids Podcast Network. Beep, boop, boop, boop. It's never o'clock. We're the Hot Job Whiz Kids with Mike Klein Jr. and Mark Davila. We're back on the job. Mm-hmm. We are continuing our odd jobs, even though they're not that odd, run-of-the-mill jobs segment. I think they're odd. Nah. You know, there's a lot of it. You, you learn a lot from working. Well, yeah. That's why, like, um, rich pe- people were rich from birth. They don't know a lot of things because they never had to really deal with anyone. Well, you know what it is? You start in school. Yeah. School is your kind of template for dealing with people at work. So you learn how to deal with different personalities. But you even learn how that, to work the, the system. thing about school is you can get away <laughs> at school with... You could be that quiet kid in the corner and it doesn't matter because what the other people are doing really... Doesn't affect you. Yeah, other than when you do... I guess when you do... That's why they get do those group projects because they talk about like... When you're on the job, you're going to have to work with other people. Yeah. But then you can be that quiet dude who keeps to yourself at on the job, too. You're just weird. I used to get excited about group work because... You get the coast? I was Well, I was excited and uh, nervous. but Because, one, you might be able to get put with a pretty girl. Oh, my God, yeah. Oh, this is this randomly. A, a chick is fucking forced to talk yep. to me? Holy shit, that's a dream right because, there. Because, well, here's what it was. Some teachers would put together the groups that they would put them together or pick from a hat. And other times they would make everyone do it. I'm like, motherfucker, I cannot. Okay, the saddest thing is when they made everyone get into a group because always all the friends get together. Mark, the lone loser, sits by himself, says nothing. And then at the end, when, you know, everyone's in a group, the teacher would invariably say, um, does anyone not have a group? Then I'd raise my lone hand, and then she'd put me, all right, Mark, go with them over there. What's worse, that or there being, like, three or four losers who are just sitting there in silence? That's better, because then, like, hey, we can team up, man. Team loser. Yeah, I guess. That'd be sweet. But when they would actually <laughs> coordinate it and put it, because yeah, some teachers good. wouldn't do that because they, they'd know that nothing would get done. Because they'd be like, well, these are all just pals. Yeah, you can't have all the friends together because they're all going to be chit-chatting. And they want to make mixed, um, I was say mixed race. <laughs> no, mi- mixed genders because, you know, a lot of the girls are just hanging out. Especially We're going to be working together. Especially if you're in middle school, you're not. You're going to be too shy to just yeah. like join up with dudes or vice versa. So they'd be like, all right, these four people are getting together, and like, yes. Yeah, that was a treat. It's always nice. Then it never really worked out into anything. You didn't get a girlfriend out of that? No, surprisingly. Yeah, yeah it's weird. I got so much pussy from that. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, but that is your introduction into the workforce, really. Yeah. Because once you're out there, then it's all the, you know, navigating all the different personalities and figuring out your own shit. Bosses. Learning how to work. Bosses are the worst. Because who are you... If you become They're your boss, like you have to be a certain person. I guess some people just fall into it because, like, well, it pays more than the regular position. And well, yeah, they like, offered it to you, me. I've been, you, for, I've been working here for at Walmart for five years. You started at the bottom doing what anyone else is doing. But that song started at the bottom. Now we're here. Yeah, and so you you know you worked your way up, and it's like yeah, exactly. It's more money. 
It's like I don't really want the extra responsibility, but I want more money. So, but, there, all right, but there's other people who are that personality, though. Like they're just, I guess they're not real likable. I would say. Yeah, you do have the kind of asshole boss, and you don't know is like, is what. What made you an asshole? Is it you were just born an asshole, yeah, so you kind of gravitated toward the situation. boss, you know, role, or you became the boss, and now you, be, you know, you become the asshole from that? Yeah, it's just like a particular like to want to tell people to do like, like, it's like I don't want to tell people what to do, but a job needs to get done, know, and you're a dumb piece like, of shit. Some people like to see me. So I have to tell you what to do. Some people have a lot of fun with it. I, I don't know. I might have fun. I, don't know. I think I'd be a pretty good boss. Yeah. So anyways, back in the late 90s, Mark and I, I, I'm trying to figure the timeline. Well, this was in 1999. No, it was October of 98. You sure? Yes. Okay. Well, it's fucking close. So so I'm trying to, I think we both worked at like Burger King slightly before. I had a couple jobs here and there too. Yeah. My, as you may have, uh, if you, as you may remember, I worked at Burger King. I worked there for three years. And right after that, I got the job at Walmart. And for a little while, I was working at both. I, on the other hand, I think I had like a couple different like temp jobs in between. Uh, I worked at Applebee's as a dishwasher before that, which sucked. Let me tell you a story about that, because I didn't do enough uh, regular restaurant work to make it a full episode. But so. Yeah, my only restaurant experience is fast food. Mark and I's old mutual friend that we hate now that we've mentioned in previous occasions. He, I got him a job there, and one day. It was really busy, and he was working, and then they go, hey, go to lunch. Now, he was the morning shift. No, I was the morning shift, and he came in and relieved me. And when he got back from lunch, I was going home. That was the deal. Well, this guy, he doesn't come back. He just he just goes home. Fuck it. I quit. And so what happens? You know, I've been there since 5 in the morning, and it's, five, it's you know, heading towards 5 p.m., so 12 hours. You think they go, okay, we'll just, we'll just make one of the... Uh, Waitresses or something, a dishwasher today or something. You think I'm gonna let one of these hot chicks yeah. fucking be a dishwasher? No, they go. Well, how about you just stay for the whole day? So I stayed from 5 a.m. to 2 a.m. And you know what I got for it? I got a fucking free milkshake. But you know, realistically, besides overtime pay, what did you think you were gonna get? I didn't get no overtime pay. I probably wasn't working 40 hours there. Oh yeah, that's really not worth it. Some jobs. And you're afraid to say no, like you're. No, you're like, a kid. It's like fuck yeah. that, I'm leaving. That's your goddamn Sometimes problem. When you're young like that, you're scared to say no. Well, you're afraid things. you're going to get fired for it. But really, no. it's listen. It's not my fault. Well, it is my fault because I had you hire that guy. But besides yeah, that, still. and this happened twice because another time, a fellow dishwasher, he had those seizures where you just like freeze and you're just staring into space. So the one day, all the big dishes are. I'm like in the. We had two people a lot of times on the dishwasher. Where the guy in the front and the guy in the back. And I was in the back, and I'm like, why are all the dishes just piling up over there? And I look, and he's just standing there staring off into space. Fucking space case. So I had to go to talk to a manager and be like, hey. He guy, like, oh. won't, guy won't work over there. Yeah, he's just standing there. I'm like, oh. You know what? I have two separate occasions where two different people at two different jobs both had seizures. You had a scary seizure, though, right? No. I thought the one was where the guy was, like, on the ground. I mean, he was on the ground, but he started on the ground. We were fucking at the time. <laughs> then he had the seizure during. Oh. So, at, I'll, I'll, Sounds well. like an old bad joke. What? She started having a seizure, but I just kept going. Yeah, yeah. Old Dice Man joke. Best sex I ever had. And I just kept fucking. Oh. <laughs> so uh, I'll 
Let me tell my seizure story here. So, at Burger King, this one, my crush, as you may remember. She had a seizure. She had a seizure. You know, I didn't believe her, though. I don't, I still, to this well, day. Was this your way of getting away from you? <laughs> she didn't. She'd really be carried off on a stretch. She didn't have, a, talk she to didn't you. have like a running seizure. She was there with me in the, in the back. We were on break. She supposedly had a seizure. Oh, is this when uh, you previously mentioned you made sure that you had breaks with her? Yeah. <laughs> so, so she supposedly had a seizure, and it was one of those where you're just staring off into space, and you know somebody pushed pause. I don't think she wanted to talk to you. So she had a cigarette in her hand. So I'm, you know, it's between the two fingers, as you know, people normally hold cigarettes. It's lit. But how long ago is it that you can smoke in the back of a restaurant? A long time ago, obviously. I don't think you could even smoke in the mall at that time, could you? I don't know. But back then, you could smoke in, you know, in your break room. So, she's having the seizure, apparently. She's frozen. <laughs> I'm talking to her. I'm like, and, you know, at some point, you're like, hey, hello, hey. And, you know. That would be funny if that was exactly when you decided to ask her out. You know, I've been thinking, <laughs> you know, we're getting closer. I would, you you want to go out this weekend? Hello. <laughs> anyway, so I'm I'm not totally buying the whole seizure bit. So I'm just watching. So you pinched her. her nipple to see if she would. To... No, I'm watching her, and I'm watching that cigarette. It's getting closer and closer to burning her <laughs> fingers, and I'm just letting it get inch closer and closer. And it's like, <sighs> well, that was your way of seeing if she was faking. Yeah, right? like if. If she fucking if it burns her and she still doesn't react, then I guess she's having a fucking seizure. But if or she's, she's a really good actor, if she snaps out of it before she gets burned, you know, then eh, then maybe you know, I don't know. So, but I did feel guilty, so I did take the cigarette away just before it burned her. So I'm you know I guess she had a seizure. I don't know. What did she do? Just go? Oh, what's going on? I don't even remember. I think at some point she just snapped out of it. And I'm like, yeah. Right when break ended, for, uh, interestingly enough. <laughs> well, wow, that's weird. Anyway, back to work. Yep, see you later. Okay. And then you had a guy who just like was flailing around, right? Well, this guy, we were, I was working in BJ's at the time, Blowjobs. It's a wholesale store. And, uh, what does BJ's stand for? Besides Blowjob? I don't know. Bill Jenkins. Could be. Bill Jenkins Wholesale Club. Come join us to this weekend. That was when it first opened. <clears throat> yeah, it's like a Costco type thing. It's too many words for Bill Jenkins. Let's just, let's just shorten it to BJ's. Yeah. So anyway, um, how how that job worked, he ran the forklift. He would bring shit down, and then I would like restock the different That's segments. That's really smart of them to have a guy with seizures run a forklift. <laughs> yeah. So he's like, he was sitting on a pallet looking up. Because, you know, you're all, you're looking like, oh, what do we have that we can bring down? And so at some point, I come upon him, and he's just staring off, you know, up at the ceiling. So I assume he's looking for things to bring down. So I'm like, what are we, what are we looking for? And he's just staring off still. I'm like, what's up? You, so, you so think I go, you would know this? You've been through this before. Well, so I go up to him, and I kind of follow his line of sight. I'm like, so what are we looking at? And I'm like, my head's next to his head. And I'm like, what's over there? He's like, it's like a comedy bit. Yeah, and he's like... He's looking at nothing. He's like looking at rafters. I'm like, there's nothing over there. So, it's like, like a horror movie where he was like frozen, staring, yeah. staring at like a creature of a some ghost. sort. <laughs> so, and then at some point he starts uh, seizing a little bit. He's shaking. I'm like, oh shit. 
So I run out into the aisle. I'm like, Ralph. Ralph was like the. <laughs> this story gets getting funnier. Yeah, and Ralph's just a funny name. <laughs> so Ralph was like the manager at the time. I'm like, Ralph, Ralph. And then I go grab him and like, you know, hey, I think he's having a seizure. And then he gets wheeled. He actually gets wheeled off on the stretcher. The, you know, paramedics come. Oh. Yeah, well, this isn't the seizure episode, but. I'm proud of myself because I didn't have sex with anyone who was having a seizure. So and normally I, that's I my go-to. I was in college at a cla- in a class. And the teacher's yammering on, blah, 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 blah. And this kid next to me, he starts going, I'm like, what is this fucking kid doing? Is he asleep? <laughs> what if he's possessed? And he's like as close demon. to me as you are, like a few feet away. All of a sudden, foam starts We're coming out. We're actually inches away from each other. He Foam comes out. Well, yeah, Cleveland's inches away from me, a number of inches. <laughs> yeah, true. Anyway, so he starts foaming at the mouth. So what do I do? I go, hmm. It's hot. I take my backpack and I move it away so he doesn't get anything on it. Don't get your fucking foam on me. And then what I, do you, a latte? Then I, no one notices that first. And all of a sudden, more and more people go, oh. there's like a little buzz in the room. And this wasn't that big of a room either. But, I remember a seizure. And then they're like, excuse me, teacher. And the teacher didn't notice at all. He's just yapping. And then he goes, huh? So all of a sudden, the kid starts shaking violently. Foam covers his mouth. He shimmies down his chair, like shakes down his chair. And then you hear... Like his head hit the ground. Oh, that sickening Ooh. sound. Yeah, it is a bad sound. And li- this is what happened. There was no heroes that day. Everyone ran out of the oh, room. Get the fuck out of there! They panicked and all ran out of the room. Like he had a bomb strapped to him? <laughs> it was so funny. Was like, ah! Yeah, arms flailing. And then the, the, then the uh, paramedics came, carried him off. He came back to class a couple weeks later. Turned out he never had a seizure in his life. That was his first one ever. Huh. That's scary. Because you probably lose your license and shit. I suppose. Yeah, but uh, no heroes that day. That's the thing about seizures. If you have a really bad seizure disorder, you can't drive. Yep. So, like, even if I had a seizure, I wouldn't want to report it. Never have to help anyone move. Then you can't go to work. Mm. Fucking sucks. That, that, that That sounds good to me. I'm also recalling that another a girl had a seizure at school also for me. Except people were actually helpful. Like when she got someone, I don't know if she fell to the floor or someone brought her down to the floor, but like somebody kind of held on to her a little bit. Like I would have, but I was at, you know how school desks are? It's like you're kind of locked off in the next row without like getting up and going around your desk. Because like she was next to me, so the guy behind her was able to cop a feel and hold on to her. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so in the October of 1998, Mark and I, Got our fantastic night job, night, what is it? Overnights. Overnight unloaders and stalker job at the Walmart. Now this job, the the characters that worked at night. Well, hold on. Before you get into that, we were told specifically, though, that this was an actual job, not a seasonal job. This job is not seasonal, guys, all right? You're going to be working here for the long term. We were told this when we were hired because, you know, at that time... It's just before the Christmas season, yeah, and sometimes you, there are, there is seasonal work yeah, we where are, we you are, just work on, up until Christmas. We were quitting other jobs for this, you know. Yeah, and we were told, "Hey, this isn't seasonal, all right? You know, you got the job. This is it. You guys will be working here the rest of your lives <laughs> if you choose. <laughs> and we're not going to force you, but you know, if you want to work here forever, you can." Yeah. So we worked at night. You go in at around eleven o'clock. And you un- unload the truck. But for some reason, we never really got to unload the truck. No, I always unloaded the truck. You, They didn't let you unload the truck. They thought I was weak? You, 
I don't know, you suck for some reason. I don't know. They try to keep you away. Even like sometimes you just wander over and start Cause helping. Because no, I literally have nothing to do. And they stuck me in hardware, which is probably the least like you get each everyone all the workers got in a different department. Mark got furniture. I got hardware. There's toys, which is like the worst. And then uh, you know, sporting goods, women's and men's clothes, you know, all the clothing so, ones. So back to our first day though and you mentioned that cast of characters there was one lady who you would call my little gummy bear she didn't have any teeth because she didn't have teeth we had nicknames for everyone there so Mike here had his first day the day before I did so when I started I overheard yeah because I had a shadow gummy bear I overheard my little gummy bear saying to somebody else like oh yeah the the boy who started yesterday. The boy. <laughs> he, you're a boy. I know. I probably look so young. He, he told me he's been working hard his whole life. Like I don't know what kind of conversation you had, but that's know. what you told her apparently. I, I don't know. So there was the my little gummy bear, and she had a daughter that worked there, which I forget what we called her. Defensive. Oh yeah, she was defensive because she. She seemed she was kind of nice, but not really, because she got real offensive about things. Therefore, that was her name. Yeah. Didn't know. Didn't there? Didn't that gummy bear have two daughters working there? He did. She did. <laughs> you don't know how he fucking identified. <laughs> yeah, she had two daughters. So it's like a whole family. The one was popular and attractive. I don't recall what we called her, but I remember she was a little bit older. Yeah. But then the younger one was defensive. There was a, an occasion where. Somebody was fucking around with her and said, "Hey, you probably don't even have any friends." And she just said, "Oh yeah, I, I I have more friends than you probably." Okay. I love when people say "probably" when they're saying that I yeah. I have way more friends than you probably. I mean, I didn't I haven't counted, but so obviously she's a little self-conscious about not having that many friends. Yeah. So then there was um, Taz, which we didn't give him that nickname. Everyone else did. But it wasn't because he was a wild man. It was because he always wore Taz t-shirts. And he had a Tasmanian devil tattoo. Oh, yeah, that's right. But he was a skinny little, like... like I, I don't know how he got to run the truck because I was, he was skinnier than I was. Yeah. And he'd always he wear a back it. brace. They're in the right. Very cool look when you walk around with the back brace over your shirt. That's a good look. You don't like fucking safety? Yeah. So there was him and then Mark Badmouth in the one day. And that was... Remember you got yelled at? No, why don't you have a memory? What? I said something about him, and then you repeated what I said, oh, and you yeah. got in trouble. Oh, that's right. I didn't, I didn't, look, I, I was beloved over there. What'd you say? I don't remember. I, I, I said, I, I made some comment. Did you call him a fucking freak? That was a gray-haired freak. That was somebody else. <laughs> but I said some. He said he made a comment, and I was like, you know, fuck you, you fucking. And I, I said I, I whispered something to you, and then I don't know why you decided to repeat it, but you did. <laughs> and then someone overheard you. And was, hey, he, you know, and it's like came down and yeah, because the the fam gum the gummy bear family were like friends with them, or did yeah they had some connection with him. They were good friends. It wasn't really clear. They weren't dating him or anything. I don't no. think they adopted him. Yeah. Then there was Crazy Joe. There was... Uh, Little Joe. Little Joe. Little Joe and Crazy Joe. These people are like, who gives a fuck about all these people? Like, I know. But Little Joe is this guy who... He was the fakest fucking friendliest guy. He did... I mean, everyone has a... There's a, a ratio from smile 
to no smile when you're having an interaction with people. I'm always on the lookout for it. Yeah, when, the, when you're uh, looking at two people talking and somebody oh, says yeah, something I'm funny. I'm fascinated by that as well. Yeah. So uh, someone says something funny, you see the smile. It's a length of smile. And it's, yeah. It's how long it takes for, for the smile to fade, right? So the, the longer yeah. it takes to fade, the more natural it was, the more yeah. real it was. Now, this, yeah, because if you really think something's funny, you're walking away, you're shaking your head and smiling. And that's, that's, the smile is still there. It's yep. starting to dissipate, but it's still there. And, it, you know, it'll go at some point. This guy, though, immediately, he'd, he'd, you'd see the smile, he'd turn his head, boom, gone. Yep. So obviously it's fucking phony, that yeah, guy. Yeah, he's like a sociopath. Big phony guy. But I do like to watch people and see how fast that smile fades. Then there's a doctor. There's a big, this fat guy with like 25 kids. Yeah, you always know, like, man, fucking religious weirdo. And they call him the doctor, and I don't even know why, but we call him Dr. Stupid. Yeah, he was not a bright man. So there's so many people, but the biggest character was our uh, manager, Charles. That that, that might have a nickname, because that's actually his name. That was true. He sent me talk like this. Yeah. But that job... Now, my job mostly was to stock the, the hardware department. Like I said, I'd get, like... I don't know, a half a pallet, and that would have to last me eight hours. And I didn't want to go to some other department, so what I would do is I would just do nothing for most of the time. I'd just wander around in my little department. And well, you were taught the art of the Japanese pallet by a uh, co-worker called The Slacker, yeah. who he showed us. Like, An old former military man. Yeah, he would talk about Nam sometimes. You know, you thought... That, Military men are like they're hard workers, not this guy. Yeah, he his trick was to have a pallet of empty boxes. So it always then, looked like he was still doing his work. Yeah, so like when he was done, he mm-hmm. would just kind of like set up the box, the empty boxes on there. So you know, look, I'm look, I'm busy, I'm doing shit. So so here I am slacking away doing a mark is in furniture, and he is like doing physical fucking labor so you know all the, if you go to Walmart to the furniture section all those giant heavy boxes have a picture of two people carrying said object because obviously it's really heavy you need two people to move it around safely meanwhile it's just me so I'm bringing in all that shit by myself and putting it I'm fucking struggling and then if you didn't have room, one of the things that Walmart had too is if you didn't have room for your stuff that you were stocking. You got to put on the risers. You have to put on the risers. And Charles, our manager, he, there was never a riser that was too full for him. Because you'd be like, hey, Charles, there's no room up on the risers. He'd come over and hey, he'd. What are you talking about? Like you put that shit to the ceiling, like literally yep. to the ceiling. Yep. Hey, put it up. That guy. And then um, they always taught you about uh, looking out for crooks. It was open 24 hours, so we were working at night, but it was, which was always sucked because I would always, but if I saw customers, I'd pretend I was a customer too. Because I didn't want anyone to you'd, ask you'd me. Go, you'd go out ask them for help since yeah. you saw them. Hey, do you know where this is? Because yep. I don't even work here. That way they'd keep them, they'd keep them away. Because I just started looking like, hmm, I start trying on, I go in the try on clothes. Yeah. Yeah. Because they always taught you, like, the weird thing is in the videos that they give you, they always show tell you, like, now, the most people who do the most shoplifting are not young people, but are in Housewives. fact middle-aged women. They'd always teach you that, which is funny. Little be- known fact. Because to this day, I go into a store. I was at a store the other day. You and think was, you're a teenager? There wasn't many people in it, and I was I was debating whether I want to buy something. I just I ultimately decided things were too expensive. 
but I had something in my hand and I was walking around and then I put it back and I saw the girl at the register, this young girl at the register, she, she gave me a look and then she wandered over and started just like like tidying up a shelf. So oh, I fucking knew bitch. what she was doing. She's calling you a fucking thief? Fuck her. Yeah, she came to investigate. But then some guys came right up to her and asked her for help, so I just like fucking left. You use that distraction to actually steal something. Yeah. Smart, smart. That's a good idea. But I was like, what the fuck? I'm a grown-ass man. Yeah, like, I'm not stealing shit. Get out of here, you little bitch. Because I saw her look at me and then walk over, and then she didn't need to clean up that shelf at that yeah. moment. Bullshit. Very ins- if you were If you were a black man, you would have called her racist. It's true. She, maybe she's ageist. Mm-hmm. No, I don't even look. That old son of a bitch. <laughs> He's going to steal it, I know. No, she probably thought I was younger. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, 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 uh... Listen, I was at the casino the other day and the guy took my license because he said I was too, I look too young. You're too young. Give me that. Like you just stole it. Yep. So then, um, I don't, there's just so many people that work there, but so Mark is working all hard. I'm, I'm being lazy. We're looking for thieves. The other thing about that job was that how many times did we just not sleep? Oh yeah. So working overnights, we would just decide that, hey, when we got out of work, let's go to the mall. Yep. Like, we'd stay up for a few hours. It's like, well, the mall opens in three hours. We go to McDonald's, our former, our, our, my former haunt, buy 45 sausage McMuffins. Oh, man, those things are so fucking good. And then uh, head over I'd to the mall. I literally eat nine. <laughs> <laughs> nine sausage McMuffins. <laughs> this guy must have a big family with him. And then, yeah, then... <laughs> They think we're done ordering, and it's like, now he's going to order. All right. And I'll also have nine. <laughs> like, they weren't filling at all. Literally eating nine fucking sausage McMuffins with egg. Yeah. Like, oh, my God. I, my stomach would explode Well, today. at first we got them with egg, but then they changed the prices, and then we had to get them without egg. Yeah. But back then we got it with egg. But that, oh, my God. I can't even imagine eating that much now. It's crazy. So, yeah, so then we just go to the mall all day. Yeah, and just stay up. They can't fuck it. Who needs to sleep? I think there was a period where I had like a girl around, so I would hang out with her. And there's nothing more depressing than being with someone and go knowing that you have to go to work like an hour later. Yeah, that's a suck. Like, hey, it's 9.30. We're out doing stuff. We just had dinner somewhere or whatever. All right, I'm taking you home because I got to go to fucking work. That's why bankers hours are the best hours. You wake yeah. up and you go to work. Not, I've been out all day doing shit. Now I got to leave and go to work. Although that, being other than the day is so nice. There's less people around at stores yeah, and true. stuff. Traffic. There's still a lot of traffic. I don't know what these people are doing out. You ever drive around at like 1 p.m. on a Tuesday? It's so busy. Uh, yeah, I don't know where everyone's going. Like, are, shouldn't like, you guys be have, at work? Like, who, who doesn't here doesn't have a fucking job? I don't know. They must just have different hours, I guess. I don't know. That many people? I don't know. It's weird. So anyway, so we worked there. It was October, November, December we go through. And Mark and I just think we this is our job. Yeah, we show up every day, do our work. By the way, oh, I forgot to mention how... So I had nothing to do, and, I, and we would stay up all night, so I was tired. So the one time I went in the break room and took a nap for like two hours. Managers came and went. They didn't say anything to me. They just looked at you. Like, at one point I woke up and heard our one assistant manager, Bart. He was just talking away. Don't have a cow, man. He was talking away, and then he left. Like... I wish I could see the, um, like a, um, time lapse of it. Like people coming in and out and just my body is laying on the bench for like three hours straight sleeping. Laying on the bench where you're like sprawled out. Yeah, I was. 
I was laying there. I'm like using it like a jacket as a pillow. But it must have been like two hours I was in there. Yeah. Well, there's a reason why they didn't say anything. Get to that later. Well, I don't know, but do you, you think Bart would have been like, you know, you've been sleeping there for a while. It's a little awkward, I guess. To wake a guy up? Yeah, it's weird. It's like, hey, uh, <laughs> you're sleeping. But I suppose, I mean, maybe if everyone has a 15-minute break and then they come and go and they don't know when you went on break, so maybe they just, as far as they know, they didn't. if they don't come back in, they just think you... You're taking a nap and you're 15. They don't know you're, you know, like you've been there a while, I guess. So um, I think one of the better parts is when we used to get to work together and there'd be shenanigans. Like the one time I took that candy cane and I was dancing on top of a shelf. Yeah, you're using like a, like a cane. I was like doing, a like, a, I was doing like a, re- a Christmas review from her. Yeah. <laughs> I was doing this elaborate dance. That was good stuff. So anyways, all of a sudden it's Christmas Eve, 1998. We work all night. It was busy that night because that's Christmas Eve and people are looking for, uh, you know, last-minute gifts. So, but also, we had gotten our paychecks earlier that day. We had gotten paid. So I spent the majority of that check. Because, I mean, it's Christmas Eve, so I'm buying things, you know, last-minute Christmas gifts and whatnot. Go ahead. And, well, you 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 got called first. Yeah. So, like, so meanwhile, got paid, spent that money, because, you know, not a big deal. I'm going to get paid again. You know, I could still pay my bills. I'll pay my bills with next, uh, with my next check. So, um. Your two bills you had. Well, no, I had rent. <laughs> I had an apartment. Oh, yeah, that's right. You had rent, car. No, this Car, insurance. No. You didn't have a car? They didn't have a car at that point. Yes, no. you did. No, I didn't. I needed you to give me a ride to work. No, you had a car by then. Because you had your car when you worked at Burger King, that brown car. That was when I went back. No. Yeah, know. dude. Do you, you don't remember how my first day of work, you were supposed to fucking pick me up from work, and you refused? <laughs> and I had to call my mom to come pick me up? Like, I called, and like, where's... I, I was like, where's Mike? And uh, th- I was living with a, a, a couple at the time, and I'm talking to the girl, and she's like, I told him to go pick you up, but he said he didn't feel like it. <laughs> you refused to pick me up. That's like, funny. It, the shift is over. You think, I'm she's lying? you think she lied and I just didn't know? No, of course you were fucking lazy. And we weren't really that close back then. We were when we got that job together. Well, this was in the beginning of us kind of like forming like an, an actual I friendship. I don't know about that. You've got the timeline all the No, around. you don't know what you're talking about. Anyway, so I get called into the office and then uh, it's like, hey, do you remember how when we hired you, we said you weren't seasonal? I'm like, yeah. Well, you're seasonal. You're fired. Sorry. So then you left and I'm still doing, I'm pretending to do work still. It's like 7.30 in the morning. I guess you got to leave early that day, right? No, no, no. We were fired at the end of our shifts, but you started an hour after me. Um, so you still had an hour to work before you got fired. <laughs> that was a bit of a lame duck period. And I have to wait around because I did not have a fucking car. Uh, I waited for you right. so we could go home. So you came up to me and goes, yeah, we're getting fired today. Yeah, I just got fired. And you, and start, I, you start laughing. Now, did I think, I don't remember, but do I, did I go like, well, maybe I won't be fired? I think you did question it. There's a chance that they just randomly picked a bunch of people. But, like, I mean, like, realistically, I'm a hard worker and you don't do shit. 
So, I mean, if, if I'm getting fired, you're getting fired. Well, hey, in, the, in, in retrospect, who was smarter? The hard worker or the guy who didn't do anything? I don't know. I, I have a fucking, a fucking pride and a work ethic. Yeah, it's stupid. Anyhow, so he calls me in and he, go, and he, and he, and he says to me, Charles. I, I suppose you already know. No, that's not what he said. No, I don't. Well, how do I fucking know? I you say there. we're going to have to let you go because he had a famous line. Well, then fucking say it, dude. He told me he's letting me go. And I said, yeah, Mark told me. You guys tell each other everything. Which is the dumbest <laughs> thing I've ever heard. Like, that's like big news. That's not like some minutiae oh, yeah, during the I day. Forgot, I forgot to mention. Yeah, got fired today. Oh, by the way, yeah, I got fired. Like, what, did you just not mention it to me? I don't know. I don't understand what was going on there. And then they told us, well, listen, this we're letting you go, but you can come back anytime. If we're, if we're hiring again, all you got to do is put your application in, and we'll... And You're top of the list. Yep. Which we did, like, yeah, a year later. We, we did not get hired. Yeah, they were... Yeah. You know why? Because we would tell other people about what happened. They don't want disgruntled people who were already fired coming back. Meanwhile, we kind of got discriminated against because we were friends. They didn't understand the concept of friendship. They thought it was weird that we were together all the time. Oh, yeah, they didn't like that. Even though the other people were all together all the time. Yeah, it's like, those guys are friends. They're, I, I, think, I always see them I think together. it was, we didn't participate, we didn't talk to them. Yeah. So we were outsiders. I suppose. If, if, if you go, if you just, if we were like, talk, if we were together, but with them too, they wouldn't have said anything. But when you put a break off in your own little clique, which it wasn't even a clique, it was just me and you. That's a small clique, yeah. But then, I mean, after we were fired, we were subsequently banned from ever going into that store Well, anyway. they were open 24 hours, and they had a little arcade thing, so we'd go in there. Yeah, even after we were fired, it's still the middle of the night, and we have nothing to do. Yeah. We, we have no jobs, so we're going to go to Walmart and walk around and Yeah, because I'm out. like 19, like, I'm, we're not old enough to go to bars yet. Yeah. Maybe you were. I don't think I was. I don't think I was. Nine, I was close to it, but I'm not going to a bar by myself. Yeah, so we were like way. 19, 20 years old. And anyway, so we just go, that was our hangout. We'd go there, buy some snacks, go back to the arcade, which is, you know, for playing games, play air hockey. And it's open 24 hours, so we hey, had some why intense not? air hockey games. Yeah, have some fun. The one, they would always shoot off the table, and like the one time it hit, like this heavy girl that worked there and hit her in the hip. Remember that? Yeah. So, anyways, we keep going there every day, and for some reason, the one. They didn't like the idea of us being there all the time. Yeah, and this was long. They didn't even remember that we worked there at this point, I don't think. Yeah. Because this is like a year and a half later. And this gray-haired lady, she came up to us and go, Listen, guys, I don't want you coming in here anymore. I saw you stealing stuff and then putting it back. And to me, I'm like, how well, do you steal? She didn't say that. Someone, We were with somebody else, and she went back and asked him, Why did you tell those guys they weren't supposed to come back? They weren't allowed to come back here anymore. Then she told her that... I saw them stealing stuff, putting it in their pockets and putting it, you know, and then taking it out and putting Which it back. Which by law is not stealing. Well, first off, that never happened. That's true. And second, if that did happen, it's not stealing anyway. But again, they didn't like the fact that we went there all the time. Yeah. And, and we do, we did buy shit, like, you know, little snacks and whatnot. Yeah. But they just didn't like the idea of us being there. You ever think it had anything to do with you cutting your finger and bleeding all over no, the No, they arcade? didn't know that. Mark was opening up a bag, I think a jerky with his pocket knife and slipped and sliced his hand yeah blood everywhere yeah it's fine though but anyway and yeah now you only have four fingers when you're a young person stores don't give a fuck about who you are well, if they don't want you there as if we were 65 if it's 1998 and we're 60 year old dudes coming to play our they hockey, don't care they're not telling us to leave 
if you're young, stores will just assume you're, you're troublemakers, you're going to steal something. We'll be like, we don't fucking want your business if you're young. Too bad we didn't have money. We could have paid off the uh, head manager. So meanwhile, I was pissed. Oh, I, yeah, in the Mark- morning, I called the manager. I'm like, this is this is ridiculous. You know, one of your ma- – like I call it the head manager. It's like, well, you know, one of your managers there told us that we weren't allowed to come in anymore and we didn't do anything. She accused us of stealing. And, of course, he doesn't give a fuck. He's just like, oh, well, I, I, I trust my management. Yeah, you have a problem. Call legal. Click. <laughs> Fucking hung up. That guy's probably dead now. Oh, yeah. yeah he was really overweight. Sure he is. Good for him. You know, everyone gets what they deserve eventually. Well, in the end, everyone gets what they deserve. Yeah. It's a real dark way to look at it, I guess. Yeah, but it's true. So that was the end of our time at Walmart. It was years before I was brave enough to go back in. Eventually, I started going back in there again. We literally did not go back in that store after we were banned for years. Years later, we were nervous going back, but we did. Yeah, that first time after after was so weird because... Like, most everyone who remembered that they were, we were banned was gone by then. But, yeah. Man. So that was it for that. But Mark and I lived a couple of years later get a job at Target, which was a way better experience, by yeah, the way. Yeah, way better. To, even to this day, I love shopping at Target. Even the people, when I say, I do all my shopping at Target, grocery shopping, whatever. It's like a pretty expensive. Like, I don't fucking care. It's the quality I of the I do go store. to Walmart for some things because it is cheaper. I will. I will go to Walmart for like, you know, but small Walmart, items. Walmart is such a like, it's not a good experience. It's white trash central. It's always dirty. There's lines. It's everywhere. always like busy. They don't know. Like for some reason, they want the long lines. They like it. I don't. It's some kind of corporate policy. Yeah, it really is. My cousin was a manager at Walmart for a short period of time, and and he was originally a manager at Target, where they know how to run a line. And he told me like, no, they they said they only want one register open. They want those lines. Like, I don't know what the reasoning is. Does it make it look busier? I don't know. I guess. There's like, look at the fucking demand here. There's like, there's a line going around the fucking corner of people trying to buy shit. Yeah, because you have yeah. one register open. The other thing is I've noticed is that they don't, I don't even know if they have a night crew there anymore because, well, they do, but even in the middle of the day, you, you walk yeah, around. Yeah, I see you, them stocking And I hate that. Around. You try to get something, you have to go around this big cart of stock. I don't like employees being in the same row as me either. So anyways, we got a job at Target. Now, that job was way better, except I did get, uh, I did have to, I was forced to quit. Forced your hand. Because I got a, I got a little argument with uh, the security guy there. Because he, I was in the electronics department. And, well, the one thing that happened to me when I was working in the electronics department is that this old man bought some batteries and he had a, and the batteries had a coupon on them. You know how, like, you know those instant coupons they have? Yeah. And I didn't write. I didn't take off the dollar for him, and he went ape shit on me and started yelling, and wanted me fired because I didn't give him a dollar off. So I took a dollar out of my wallet and gave it to Fucking him. Fucking take it, old man. I go here. I don't know. I cannot. I can't undo this. So I gave him a dollar, which he was happy about. But a lady behind him started yelling at him and said, "You give that back. He's just some kid. He probably makes four dollars an hour." He did. And he gave it back to me. <laughs> I'm glad that lady was there to stick up for me. You always need someone to stick up for you. Yep. Fucking spineless. But anyways, I, at one point I was just wandering around looking at CDs and the guy, the security guy would just spy on, you know that guy was doing shit he wasn't supposed to. Well, later it was, um, I, I heard the stories of, you know, he was like fucking some of the other like girls there, like the one. Uh... Oh, there was so much, uh, what do you, cavo- 
Is that word? Cavorting? Canoodling? I don't know. No, I'm, I'm to there was so many like like people having relationships yeah, there. Yeah. I mean, me. I did. I did too. Yeah, you did. Oh, well, yeah, I did. I suppose. Yeah. I got a uh, a fairly long term girlfriend from there, and I had my choice. There was a few different girls I could have went out with. I choose. I choose. But that, because I remembered that. Um, remember she got a job there, and we went to her line, and she was nervous. Yeah. Listen. We could go. I mean, there's nothing. You nothing makes you feel better than someone being nervous that you're you're going to their line. I mean, Target is a whole nother animal, and we could probably have another show about yeah. that because there's way too much to go into. So anyway, if you'd like us to cover any different topics other than work, yeah, we could talk about how a, a girl um, asked me for a hug. Yeah, that's true. Just a random young girl, like not really young, about the same age as me, maybe a little younger, for the sake of the story. She was following me around. I was working at Target, and then I was out doing carts, and she came up to me and said, can I have a hug? And I gave her a hug. Mike has so much to say on this subject, he won't even let me end the show. I, he just keeps going. I don't know why I didn't, like, say, hey, give me your number. Maybe because I thought she was, like, underage. I don't know. Yeah. Now he loves underage girls. I don't know. He's learned a lot. Anyway, we will continue our job saga. Hotshotwizkids.com. Hotshotwizkids.com.